Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. We are back for another week of the Switch Leader Podcast. My name is Josh Baldwin. I'll be your host here again with my friend James Meehan, who I'm trusting is having a good week. James, your week going well. Josh Baldwin, I'm recording a podcast with you. Mm. Can it get better than this? It can, actually. Um, it can. I, that's it, true. So I'll be honest. <laughs> it, but I do appreciate you saying that. It can get it a lot could, better, but I appreciate you saying that. It could get better, but it also could get way worse. There's way oh, worse things I could be doing than absolutely. this. Absolutely. You bet. It could. Hey, so so we're covering the topic. Actually, I'm. what I'm going to do is I'm going to remind everyone the title that you've already seen, but it's How to Fail at What Matters Most. So if you saw that title right now, you're thinking to yourself, that's a stupid title. I mean, <laughs> why, would I, why would I want to do that? Obviously, we don't want you to fail, so we're clearly going to be going a little bit of a different direction, but I'm going to let James take it from here. Yeah, absolutely. So like Josh said, failing at what matters most and wanting to do so is stupid. Failing at what matters most and not wanting to do so is also stupid. Mm. But it happens a lot. Yep. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 through 27, the Apostle Paul writes, Don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away. But we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I'm not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. How often do people in ministry, in leadership, in their family, after preaching to others, find themselves disqualified because they weren't running the race that matters most to win? The race that they were running to win was more about what other people see and our culture celebrates rather than what God sees and God celebrates. So here's the question. Why do so many people fail at what matters most? Faith, family, marriage, morality, integrity. If you were to ask me, I would say the reason is because so many of us focus our efforts more on what other people see and what our culture celebrates rather than the things that only God sees and the things that God really cares about. At our church, we say that we give up things we love for things we love even more. We say that it is an honor to sacrifice for Christ and his church. So what are you giving up? And what are you giving it up for? If you find yourself in a place right now where you are sacrificing your faith, your family, or your integrity for your career, for the approval of people, for your preferred hobby, or even for ministry, then you are setting yourself up to fail at what matters most. I've been in ministry for a while. Josh has as well. And I have witnessed far too many blowups and burnouts because people chose to sacrifice for what matters most for the things that other people see. They chose to give their very best to work, to their performance review, to their hobbies, to whatever that thing is. 
And what they gave to Jesus, what they gave to their spouse, what they gave to their kids was just the leftovers. And, and as I'm saying this, I would not be surprised if there are some of you listening who would say you're in that exact same situation. And here's what I need you to know, that at any point you can change the trajectory you are moving in. Like at any point, you can stop chasing the things that don't matter and start moving toward what matters most. I remember a buddy of mine who was in ministry for a long time and we got really close. And there was a period of about seven to eight months where we were talking weekly about the struggles that he was experiencing in his marriage. And I thought he was telling me the truth. Like I thought that he was being honest with me and with other people. And he was to a point, but but there was about 10% that he was holding back. And, and that 10% was that he was having an emotional affair with a coworker. Mm. And I didn't find out that 10% until he was no longer in ministry. And, and it took about a month for him to finally talk to me because after it all came out, after he left ministry, I was reaching out and he didn't want to open up until he finally did. And we talked and we're friends to this day and I love the guy and I am for him and I want God to continue to move in his life to bless him. But I am heartbroken by the fact that all it would have taken was one conversation, one honest confession to change the direction of his life. But he cared more about what other people see. He cared more about what other people celebrate than the things that really matter most, his faith, his family, and his integrity. And because of that, he almost lost it all. Now, thank God he's, he's on a journey toward restoration and recovery, and he has been working through some of those things. But the truth is, I know people who are not on that journey towards recovery. I know people who let it all blow up, and they walked away altogether. And, and, and as somebody who, I, I mean, you may not view me this way, and that's okay, but I, I see myself as one of your pastors. Like, I care way too much about you for that to be your story. Like, well, like we talk all the time about how important it is for us to be invested in the lives of our students. But more than anything, we talk about how important it is for you to be faithful to Jesus, for you to become the kind of leader who loves God with all you are and loves others the same way that he loves you. And, and way more than I want you to be awesome at leading students to become fully devoted followers of Christ, I want you to be awesome at loving your spouse, at raising your kids, at being faithful everywhere you go. So what is it that you're giving up? Hopefully, the things that you're giving up are the things that aren't as nearly as important in the eyes of God. If you are giving up things that do matter most, then maybe today is the day that you make a change. We tend to worry so little about failing at the things that matter most and worry so much about the things that matter least. And it's not because that's the way it works out in our head and we're making a conscious decision. It's because every day keeps on coming and in our minds we think, you know what? What matters most is too big to fail. It's all gonna be okay. We're kind of going through the rhythms and I know that it's important, but to be honest, I think it'll be fine. And instead, all of these other little things are gonna get my attention. About seven years ago, I experienced burnout in the church. 
went through a really hard season. It was not because the church gave me a list of things to do that I couldn't keep up with. It was not because the church required so much of me. It was because I kept saying yes to things that were good things instead of saying no to them so I could say yes to the best things. What I found was that while I was saying yes to all of these things that I really enjoyed at work and I was putting in all the hours and I was working so hard because genuinely I loved my job and what I was doing was good work. It was good stuff. But I was putting in all of those hours thinking, man, you got to leave it all on the field because that's (laughs) what I thought was the right thing to do. And I remember reading a book that I was challenged to read by somebody much wiser than me that knew I needed to read it. I was actually reading it with my wife. I think she she was reading it aloud at the time. And she came across the sentence that said, you are going to work, working your tail off and leaving it all on the field and then going home and having nothing left in the tank for your wife and kids. And it was the first time I had ever even considered that thought process. All I had ever thought is I have responsibilities and because of my responsibilities, I need to do my part and do my job. I was worrying so much about the stuff that mattered least that I wasn't taking care of the stuff that mattered most. And so our hope for you as a switch leader as a mom, as a dad, as a husband, as a wife, and as a follower of Jesus, is that your priorities would be intact, that you would be close enough to Jesus to know what matters most, to live your life with integrity, to know what integrity looks like, to have people in place to help hold you accountable when needed. I can promise you that while we need and want and love that you invest your time and energy and switch, we need for you to also invest your time and energy into your relationship with Jesus and your family. Because if you are not healthy at home, you cannot be healthy at switch. You cannot be healthy in ministry. You can't be healthy in any area of your life. Everything that is foundational to you has to be in place first. Imagine if at the end of this year, in addition to getting a performance review from your job, you got a performance review from your spouse and from your kids. If your job would rate you higher than your spouse and your kids, then something needs to change. Like, Like the thing that I have seen far too many times is people bring their best to work or, or to whatever that thing is for them. Maybe maybe school, it's whatever. You might be in college, but they bring their best to the things that other people see, to the things that other people celebrate. And all they give their family, all they give Jesus are the leftovers. What if you actually took those aspects of your life, the most important aspects of your life, as seriously or more seriously than you took your job? or the other things people see. Like 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 I'm I am so passionate about this thing that there are people who I've told them like hey if if working in ministry is causing you to sacrifice your marriage then get out of ministry. Like like it doesn't have to like you can live your life in such a way where that's not the case. But if it is then quit your job 
if you're not in ministry, you're in the marketplace. And that job is killing your ability to love and raise your kids well. Then, then quit your job. Like I'm, I'm so serious about it because I've seen so many people lose at what matters most. And the last thing that any of us want is for that to be your story because it is so much easier to find another job than it is to repair a broken relationship with your kids or a failed marriage. We love you guys so much. This is a little bit of a different topic. It's a little bit Absolutely. more intense, yep. but we, we, think, we think the intensity is worth it because Absolutely. you are worth it. We love you all. Thanks every single week for joining us here. Thanks for making it important to be a better switch leader. Be sure to share this episode with somebody that needs to be encouraged and needs to have their priorities in the right place. Thank you so much for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow.